Hello, listeners of Tag Talks. Today I have a special uh, episode of Tag Talks uh, with two uh, wonderful guests. Um, one I've known for quite some time, the other uh, I've gotten to know over the last year. Um, and both of them are in the midst of um, uh, much of the major changes and, and things that we're seeing with regards to the COVID-19 uh, effects on the business community. Um, so I'd like to introduce uh, Diana Burke, who is with the Virginia Beach Hotel Association, and Stacy Shiflett, uh, who is with the Virginia Beach Restaurant Association. Uh, Diana, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for offering the opportunity. Absolutely. And Stacy, thank you as well. It's always good to talk to you. It's always wonderful to talk to you and happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll start the first question with you, Diana. Um, can you provide an overview of the uh, Virginia Beach Hotel Association for our listeners and, and kind of what your mission is? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I represent 76 hotels in the city of Virginia Beach, and that equates to approximately 10,000 hotel rooms. In addition to that, um, we do represent about 150 or so associate members. So it's just a real good group of hoteliers and other organizations that support the industry. Wonderful. And, and Stacy, uh, you represent the Virginia Beach Restaurant Association. Can you give a quick overview of that organization? Sure. Um, so we represent... Uh, about 95 restaurants here in Virginia Beach, as well as associate members um, who support the association. Our mission is uh, uniting members by serving as a collective voice for the success of the restaurant industry. And we do that through education, legislative services, industry resources, and social opportunities. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, and much like the chamber, uh, both of your organizations are uh, well respected in the in the Hampton Roads community. Um, obviously, with hospitality being one of the three pillars of our economy, um, you're both on the front lines right now uh, with the effects of the COVID nineteen. Um, Diana, can I ask you? Um, can you address uh, for the hotel businesses and, and their employees, the management, um, what the effect of COVID-19 has had um, immediately uh, with the, those associations? Sure thing. It's, uh, I'm sure Stacy will agree. It's just been devastating uh, to the hospitality industry. Um, some hotels have closed. Every day I get phone calls of others that are closing. And um, all of them are dealing with furloughs or layoffs of up to, uh, you know, 80 to 90 percent of their staff. The occupancy levels, gosh, they've dropped probably 80 percent. And with the governor's most recent um, discussion and executive order closing the beaches except for exercising and fishing through June 10th, um, we just see this going on for the next few months. Gotcha. And, and Stacy, how about you with regards to the restaurants? Um, we've recognized the same thing, um, having to let go workforce, 
Uh, a lot of the restaurants are trying really hard to, that's their main goal is to keep the staff on, but they're, you know, recognizing immediate loss in revenues um, between 50 and 90% um, right now. So the employee layoffs, I would say probably we've had 10 restaurants, you know, closed for the time being, and I would say probably the ones that stayed open, they've had to let go and uh, furlough probably about 60% of their staff. Gotcha. Um, Stacy, I know with the restaurants in particular, um, and I think you've seen this a lot in the media, and, and I know at least with the chamber, we've tried very hard to try to push out the information um, with regards to some of the unique things that uh, the local restaurants are trying to do um, for those who are trying to stay in business, keep the doors open. Um, can you discuss some of the unique uh, ways that they're that they're continuing to try to serve the uh, their customers in the Hampton Roads community? Yeah, with the governor's order and closing the actual dining rooms, um, everyone that has stayed open has shifted to curbside pickup um, and gotten really creative with that, offering a lot of specials. Um, they've been uh, given the opportunity to serve uh, beer and wine um, to go. So that has been helpful, and a lot of the creativity comes around, you know, combining um, the meals with the wine and beer. Um, one of our restaurants actually opened up a grocery market, um, and others have added grocery items um, as well as uh, prepared meals um, and some have even gone to kind of the ingredient path and then the instructions to make it at home. Oh, wow, that's that's great. Yeah, I've seen quite a bit. Uh, like I said, we had reached out to many of our chamber members um, to offer to put some of them online. Um, and it is great to see how many of them have, have been able to transition um, in order to, to try to keep the doors open. Um, I think the the beer and wine um, kind of, uh, I, I don't know if I had seen as much on that, but that uh, definitely adds at least a little bit of an extra uh, advantage for some of that. Um, Diana, is there are there some opportunities you've seen within the uh, hotel industry? Um, I know uh, I recently saw a post uh, that talked about a, uh, uh, for those working at home staycation, uh, for, for those who just needed to kind of get away from, from not only the, the office, but for uh, a house full of uh, cooped up people that are all going stir crazy, it was a nice opportunity to, to utilize a, a day stay at a hotel to be able to kind of get some work done. Uh, have you seen that with uh, those that part of the hotel association? I have to say, uh, Teg, we have not seen a lot of staycations occurring, and I think that's out of respect for what the governor has been saying, which is to stay home um, and really, unless you have to get out, do so. But I would like to shout out one of our members. Um, Diamond Resort sent me something the other day, and nationwide they are offering up their suites. Um, we have five of them here in the Virginia Beach area, but they're all over the country. But they're offering them up to some of the medical workers, and I thought that was just such a great 
um, way to reach out and thank the medical community if they needed to maybe stay away from their family due to the fact that they're afraid they're going to be bringing the virus home. Um, they were offering, I believe, those complimentary stays. So, you know, just it, I think everyone's pulling together in any way they can find to be a, a resource and, and try and you know, get through this epidemic and this pandemic. Um, so I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of business opportunity with the hotels, but there is some goodwill being shared by any of the hotel partners that can. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's absolutely wonderful because uh, obviously the strain on the uh, the first responders and the medical uh, practice is, is huge right now. Um, so, Diane, from the standpoint of... Um, Having seen what uh, the hospitality industry went through during uh, 9-11 and, and even to a, maybe a smaller extent in 2008-2009, um, can you give our listeners an idea of kind of how this compares so they can really kind of compare apples to apples as to what this effect is really having on the industry as a whole? Absolutely. We've talked a lot amongst our leadership. and you know, tried to convey to our city council as well that you almost can't compare it. Um, we've never had an event that is like this and that will have the duration of 30, 60, 90 days um, like the COVID-19 does and, and will. Um, the effect it has is just devastating. Um, unlike 9-11, where declines were not as nearly as severe um, and they were for a much shorter time. Whereas the 2008 crash saw business levels decline for an extended period of time, but they only declined 10 to 20 percent, um, not the 70 to 80 percent we're seeing with COVID-19. So it's just, it's an amazing comparison. Sad to say, this is just far more devastating than 9-11 or the 2008 crash. Wow. Wow. And Stacey, are you seeing the same with the, with the restaurants? We are. Um, and I think it's just not that there were certainties with those other um, situations, but with this, there's so much unknown um, of when things are going to um, be able to reopen. Um, we're going it now into the summer season if it uh, isn't listed until June 10th. So, there's just a, a whole lot more um, uncertainty, I think. Gotcha. Um, well, and regarding uncertainty, uh, Diana, can you address um, kind of the current state of the uh, J-1 employee program and, and maybe give a little bit of background to those listeners who may not be familiar with it? Absolutely. Uh, Stacy and I work hand-in-hand with many of the U.S. sponsors to um, really help promote and support the summer work travel program. And, and truly what that is, and I speak frequently with our school board officials on this as well, um, students from abroad come here for about four months, typically during our peak season. Um, it's a cultural exchange type program. So when the students, and these are college level students, when they come here, truly they're trying to learn a second language, get immersed into our culture and community and we outsource as many churches in our area and the reason it's so important from the business standpoint is they fill jobs that our community uh, 
my children per, per se and friends um, don't really find uh, attractive um, uh, and in their vital positions. Like I could never get my son, unfortunately, to um, go fill a housekeeping position. So they come in and take over some of those jobs that we have a difficult time filling during that peak summer season. Um, and here again, those, those jobs are just vital to our industry. So we have worked hard to try and find affordable housing for them, which is always a challenge in our area. And without them filling those vital roles, we won't be able to open our doors and give that type of customer service that we're accustomed to doing. So we did reach out to the U.S. sponsors. I spoke to one of them yesterday, and the State Department has put a pause on any international travel through mid-May. So we're waiting to see what happens in the future. It goes back to the uncertainty that Stacy just alluded to. If restrictions um, are laid aside and people are able to travel, our hope is maybe later on in the season some of those students might, might be able to come, but it's definitely a touch-and-go situation. And um, we're hopeful that, you know, we can get our local community excited about some of those positions, but it's been very challenging in the past. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, and to that point, um, is there anything, and, and Stacy, I'll start with you, um, because I th- it might be a little bit more obvious, but I definitely want to follow up with Diana, but is there anything that the business professionals who are listening to this podcast can do, uh, whether it be in person, whether it be outreach, uh, whether it be with their dollars, to be able to help support um, the restaurant industry, um, both in the short term and in the coming weeks, knowing that, as as Diana mentioned earlier, with regards to the governor's uh, proclamation that um, we are in a fairly restrictive um, environment, but what, what what can we do as as business professionals to to help support the hospitality industry? Well, I think um, you know this week is takeout week in the state of Virginia. Virginia is for restaurant lovers with the um, VTC and the uh, VRLTA, which is the state lodging and hospitality restaurant organization um, created takeout week in Virginia. So um, a lot of the businesses, um, one business yesterday from a local restaurant ordered 140 meals for all of their staff. Oh, wow. That's great. And I believe they, they had them delivered. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if, if people are still working in the office environment, maybe um, utilizing the takeout, uh, if, you know, making a commitment to, um, if you went out, you know, once a week, maybe um, make a commitment to still continue and do the takeout or the delivery um, to those restaurants that are still open. Um, the, the staff is, is affected and so tips um you know if they have the means to um maybe leave a a larger tip um but really just supporting the businesses that have been able to stay open to keep them open wonderful well and i the your comment about the tips i think is 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 wonderful um 
that's something that even during this time, uh, I want the listeners to remember that, that many of the staff um, are still working, if not entirely, at least part uh, on TIPS, um, and it's vital for them to be able to continue to uh, support themselves, their families. Um, so for those of us who are in a position to do so, please, please do tip those that are still out there and still helping serve um, our community. So thank you, Stacy And Diana, is, is there anything, I know it's, it's a little bit tougher for the hotels right now, but is there anything that we could be doing um, either short-term or long-term to help support the hotel association? Well, you know, the one uh, standpoint that I'd like to, I guess, share with the listeners is when it's time for us to be able to 100% open up our doors again and, and share that opportunity um, to, to come have a wonderful experience at a hotel, that workforce component to me is, is vital. I know Stacy and I work really hard throughout the year just trying to share with everyone how important the industry is. You know, if you've got uh, high school kids or college kids and beyond, um, just definitely consider um, the hospitality industry as a good workforce option, number one. Um, and number two, I guess I wanted to share with the listeners, the hotels are an essential um, part of this component to stay open because there are military families that can't go back to their homes right now. Um, there's been, so we have been able to stay open and help the local community, whether it's emergency services or military individuals. Those are the individuals that are in those hotels right now. But uh, when it's time for everybody to get back out into the world again, we just hope that they really consider if they don't have the funds and the resources to go far, do consider that staycation. And like I said, always consider a job in hospitality. Wonderful. Yeah, and I think that's a great point that both you and Stacy brought up is that at a time when um, the restaurants and the hotels are struggling the most, um, there are also many of them that are out there that are doing everything they can to support uh, the community. Um, so their, their resources are being stretched to the max, and yet they're also continuing to help support those that are, that are whether it's within the medical industry, whether it's within the first responders, as you said, the military. Um, so it, it's amazing to see when those who have the least to give are still giving the most, um, which I think is just absolutely incredible to see. So to those who are listening to this, please remember that. Um, keep that in your thoughts in the weeks and the months ahead um, to, to read the reports, the news, the, the items that you see online. And, and please remember that when the time comes to help support uh, those businesses who gave back during, during these uh, extraordinary times. Um, well, uh, Stacy, is there anything else that, that you'd like to, to let our listeners know before we wrap up today? No, just, you know, support the best that you can. Um, it is a, you know, such an important, um, the hospitality industry is such an important part of our community in Hampton Roads. And um, just, I think people are really realizing um, how important this community is um, of hospitality workers and business owners um, to the overall 
um, economic welfare of our of our area also um, for it. So I think just you know getting the takeout, getting the delivery, um, supporting the ones that have opened up for a market, uh, try something new. Uh, we've got on our uh, website the restaurants uh, that are members that are open and that are doing takeout and delivery. And, um, you know, maybe at this time, try something new. Yes. And Stacy, while, while you're on that point, can you uh, let the listeners know uh, what's the best way to find out information about the Virginia Beach Restaurant Association? Our website is dineinbb.com. Wonderful. And uh, there's a, a message uh, as far as the pandemic and then a click through to the restaurant. And um, it's not the most up-to-date information. In about an hour, it will be the most up-to-date information. I got three updates today on some adjusted hours. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. And Diana, uh, you as well, is there anything else you'd like to pass along in addition to uh, the best way to reach out to the hotels? Absolutely. And just one comment, Stacy made me think about it. Um, I always, Stacy and I are always out there shouting out advocacy for the industry. And I'm sure many of your listeners already know this, but, you know, annually $60 million goes to the general fund in the city of Virginia Beach due to tax revenue from the industry. And we're very concerned about next year um, as to, you know, the money that goes to those funds that helps to take care of, you know, police, fire, roads, schools. It's going to be a tough time for our city council when it comes to preparing the next fiscal year budget. And so just food for thought to, um, to, to kind of keep that in your prayers as, as we move forward and everybody's looking at their new operating budgets. Um, so if nothing else, the silver lining, is, if you can find one in this pandemic, is understanding a bit more. It goes back to the importance of our industry um, to this community. And in order to find out a bit more about the VBHA, you would want to go to vbha.net, and that stands for Virginia Beach Hotel Association. Um, and one last thing I will mention, I know last night they had a sit city council meeting and they're having another one on April 7th and our industry particularly is asking for the city to really look into all those rainy day funds you know all the options that can help to get this particular industry and all industries back on track because it's going to take a very creative leadership group to get us through this yeah you're absolutely right uh, creativity is going to be uh, needed uh, a great deal in the in the coming months and, and quite honestly probably in the coming years um, as we work through some of these budgets but you both bring up a great point which is the the advocacy of this that um, whether it be through the chamber whether it be through your associations whether it be through um, just personal outreach to our elected officials um, I think that's going to be key in the coming weeks months and years ahead as we all um, not only battle through this now, but how we manage this um, in, in the, the months ahead. Um, so thank you both so much for all you do to support um, your specific industries, but also the, the hospitality industry and the Hampton Roads business community as a whole. Um, it's people like you that continue to, to drive 
who we are as, as a community um, and to make uh, the hospitality industry uh, continue to be one of the top three uh, pillars of our economy in the, in the 757. So thank you both um, for your time, your giving of your talents and, and your consideration to, to coming on the podcast today and speaking to our listeners. Um, my best to you and everyone that you serve. Um, and thank you again for being part of Tech Talks today. Thank you so much. We so appreciate the opportunity. Wonderful. Thank you, Tag. It was great talking with you. Absolutely. And thank you, the listeners of Tag Talks. Uh, that'll wrap up this week's episode. Um, and thank you again for listening. Have a great week.